session. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Toku Talk Radio. I'm Luke. And I'm Hannah. Today we're going to be doing part two of our Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast. Last time we did episodes one to thirteen, and today we are going to resume and finish the show with episodes fourteen to twenty-six. All right, I say we get right into it. Oh yeah, episode fourteen. Sele, the throne of souls, or the alternate title, weaving a story. The first half of this episode is a clip show in the form of a report by Sele, reviewing Gendo's actions, summarizing the first season of episodes and the story up until this point. In the second half, Ritsuko conducts an experiment to determine if pilots can be switched between the Evangelions they normally pilot. Rei can synchronize with Unit 1 fairly well, but when Shinji attempts to synchronize with Unit 0, it goes violently berserk inside of the base, in a manner identical to the failed activation test that took place before Shinji arrived in Tokyo 3. As before, Unit 0 attacks the hangar observation booth, smashing the window. However, Rei was standing at the window instead of Gendo, as was the case in the first test, causing Misato Katsuragi to wonder if Unit 0 was trying to kill Rei. Meanwhile, Ritsuko feels that Unit Zero was trying to attack Ritsuko herself. At the end of the episode, Rei uses Unit Zero to bring the Spear of Longinus, recovered from Antarctica, to the deepest level of Nerve's base, Terminal Dogma. Did it say Terminal Dogma there? Yeah. Is it Central Dogma or Terminal Dogma? I think it's the it's same thing. Both, I guess. I know because the rebuilds say one of them. I can't remember if it says Central or Terminal. We'll find out when we rewatch. I think Central. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry, I'm moving on for the episode. We'll talk about it, but we're going to rewatch the rebuilds. And let's say, you say it's Central Dogma in the rebuilds. Yeah. Okay, I say it's Terminal Dogma in the rebuilds. All right. Now, one of us will be probably very wrong when we do that episode. All right. Unless it's both. <laughs> Unless it, they, it's just an alternate translation and yeah. we're all idiots. So, this is the best recap episode I have ever seen. Because the entire episode isn't a recap episode. Yeah. I said episode so many times there. Uh, the episode is not an episode <laughs> of a recap episode. And then this episode. <laughs> yeah. But and it was presented in a really cool way, as it says in the description. It was like a report. And there was no music either. And it yeah. was basically just... The events. Yeah. like The angel fights, basically. Boom. This angel appears. Boom. Ava attacks it. Boom. Angel defeated. Yeah. And then kind of moving on, moving on. It was a really cool parallel between uh, Zero's first activation test with Ray. And now with Shinji, mm-hmm. you know, and they both kind of go crazy and punch it's the wall. frame for frame. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, building more intrigue. What's <laughs> 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 so Intrigue. <laughs> no. Building more intrigue yeah. into what the heck. Is an Ava. Is an Ava. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? All right. Uh, so <laughs> weird, so the spear is so cool. I just want to say that. It's a very epic spear. It's beautiful. Uh, we don't actually see what Ray does with the spear. Yeah, we do. We see her stab. Does it actually stab? Yeah, it? we see. No, it doesn't. Yeah, we do. No, no, no. <laughs> I remember seeing what happens. Well, it happens in the manga. But if I remember correctly, it cuts out to Netflix. Let's check this. I feel like it doesn't. I think it cuts off screen. And we see her later pull it out. Alright. Episode 14. Who is right? Who's wrong? 
Okay, I'm skip the other episode. Uh, Ray. Ray, 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 where are you, Ray? Well, it's like right at the end. Oh, oh, it does cut out. I guess out. I remember the manga because yeah. I read it not that long ago. That's true. Uh, but yeah, so I was right. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say it's cool because we don't see what happens on screen. Yeah. But we will find out in the near future. Near ish future. Also, it's a recap episode, but imagine being like, ah, oh, it's a recap episode starting it and be like, oh, whatever. You can skip it. I yeah. I don't waste my time with it. And you go to play the next episode, and you're like, "What is happening?" <laughs> what would you read it? I oh wait, wanna, what are I you talking about? <laughs> you can talk about. It. I'm sorry. I don't get to. Okay, no. I think it's cool because in this episode, we hear Shinji after his activation went wrong. He's in the hospital, and we hear yeah. him say, "I hate this ceiling." Yeah. And how earlier in the show he was like, "This ceiling's unfamiliar," yeah. and I guess it shows how being in Ava hurts him a lot because he goes yep. to, the, to the hospital because <laughs> it hurts him physically and emotionally. <laughs> yeah 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 what would you rate this episode i gave it a four i gave it a two no i'm kidding what <laughs> no i gave it a 3.5 all right episode 15 lies and silence or those women longed for the touch of others lips and thus invited their kisses Ryojikaji begins to make clandestine investigations into nerves dark Secrets. After which he, Misato, and Ritsuko attend a wedding. Meanwhile, Rei and Shinji stay after class to clean up while Asuka goes on a blind date. Shinji meets Gendo at his mother's grave. Later that night at Misato's apartment, Asuka kisses Shinji out of boredom, uh, nearly suffocating him. <laughs> Misato finds out that Kaji is a spy, but he shows her that Nerve is hiding things from her. He shows her what he believes to be Adam, the first angel, which is being kept in Nerve headquarters. Thoughts on the episode? I think it was interesting how Shinji was the person to point out how Rei looked like a mom when she <laughs> was yeah. ringing out the reg. Yeah. I was like, hmm, Shinji would know, hmm, because uh, Yui <laughs> yeah. is your mom. So, Classic. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then also the fact that Gendo doesn't have anything like any proof of Yui, specifically photos. Mm -hmm. Because if anyone were to see photos of Yui, they'd be like, hmm, Ray looks like a lot like Yui. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like an uncanny amount. Yeah. So, like, he explained his reasoning for it, but I think that might also be another reasoning for it. Yeah, it's interesting that you said that because I've never actually thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Because the people that knew Yui, like uh, Risco's mom, was like, Ray looks a lot like Yui. Hmm, yeah. this is a bit sus. Yeah. And then she died. Um, <laughs> And then the scene with Shinji and his cello. I love that scene because the cello seems like an important part of the other stuff in the Ava franchise. Mm -hmm. This is like the first time we ever see him play. Yeah. Also, he's, he he's plays like beautifully. I was like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I suck. <laughs> like, uh, he plays okay. this amazing music, and then he's like, you know what? I suck, so it's fine. Yeah. And then when Ray's in her capsule, I think that this could just be like a shading thing with like, wait, is the capsule LCO? Yeah. It's the color. I never. Re <laughs> huh? Oh my goodness! Your realization. Just <laughs> yeah, but she looks a she looks like a lot like Yui in there. 
That could just be her hair looks brown. But it's like, when she's in there, since she's a clone, she's like in the healthiest state when she's in the LCL mm-hmm. because that's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was a kind of a cool yeah. thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what's cool? What? Pen Pen laying on a side watching TV with Asuka. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. Pen Pen's the best. Pen Pen is the best. And I love Pen Pen's reaction to Shinji kissing Asuka. He just walks by. Yeah, and he's like, like, okay. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this checks out. All right, I'm, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the scene and then after that, she, you know, freaks out and washes out her mouth and everything. Yeah. Did you take that as a comedic scene or more of a uncomfortable and, like, disturbing scene? Like uncomfortable and sad, like kind of for Shinji, the scene. Yeah. Being like, this is would be a funny scene in any other show, but in this one, it's very clearly not. Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard some people be like, it. It just I didn't think it was funny, so it's not a good scene. I didn't. Like I don't. I didn't think it was supposed to be funny. So we also see Adam in this episode for the first time, and Adam is disgusting. (laughs) The little embryo guy. No. Oh, I guess we. You mean that's Adam? No. At this point in the show, they think it's Adam. Oh. No. Okay, fine. Lilith, whatever. Big dude with legs on the bottom of his... I didn't notice those were legs. No, me neither. Until Until I read read the the manga. manga. (laughs) I was like, oh, interesting. And then we watched watched the show and I'm like, how did I miss that? They're so obviously legs. I thought they were like roots. That's what I thought too. Like a potato or something. Yeah, (laughs) potato. You just a little spud. So it's like some like body horror stuff going on with him and it's yeah it's creepy it is super creepy very well done um what would you give this oh one thing i'm gonna have to say is when they're at the grave shinji and gendo and yeah. he says he doesn't need any pictures yeah it's kind of a little bit of wow great great dad moment but also a little bit of a foreshadowing moment when he said that's good enough for me for now you know like well what do you mean for now oh like, yeah. what's coming in the future mm-hmm What's next? He's like, I don't need pictures no. because... Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll merge humanity's consciousness together. And then I'll be like, yo, what's and I'm like, Shinji, how did you miss that? C- come on. <laughs> you should have known that. <laughs> yeah. All right, episode 16. Um, oh, yeah. No, what would you like to rate? Oh, episode, yeah. Okay, episode, go back, go back, go back. Why do you keep forgetting? <laughs> <laughs> episode 15. Sorry, I'm excited about the next one. Episode 15, I gave four stars. What'd you give it? I gave it four stars. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Nice. We get episode 16 now? Who's, who's reading yeah. it? Yeah, I am. Sweet. I love this episode. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so much here. Okay. Episode 16. In sickness unto death and dot, dot, dot. Or the alternate title, Splitting of the Breast. A new and extremely bizarre angel, Lilio, appears in the sky over Tokyo 3. Apparently a black and white sphere. All three Evangelions move in to attack but Shinji's attack is useless and he in unit one is absorbed into a growing shadow that has engulfed the city. Ritsuko determines that Lelial exists on a higher dimension of existence which can only be explained by mathematical concepts. The shadow on the ground described as being 600 meters wide but only three nanometers thick is the actual body of the angel and the sphere in the sky is its shadow. Fearing that Unit 1 has been completely lost, Nerve prepares to drop all of its remaining N2 bombs into the Angel, hoping that this will destroy Leliel even though it could easily kill Shinji as well. While trapped in Leliel, Shinji goes 
on an introspective mental journey as the battery power completely drains and his life support runs out in Unit 1. Shinji falls unconscious, and a pair of glowing arms reach out to embrace him. Outside Lelio, Misato and Ritsuko witness Unit 1 violently tear its way out of Lelio's shadow, thereby killing it. This episode is the best. Okay, so, as I was saying about the angels before, is I love how they've become progressively... Scarier. Progressively less traditional big monster fight scenes. Yeah. You know? And it's been awesome. uh, Because this one is, in fact, a shadow that is the angel and a ball that is its shadow. Which, I don't understand. Makes no sense. But but you don't need to understand. It's perfect. (laughs) When Shinji is screaming for Misato, when he's sinking the angel yeah when he's sinking into the angel and she just stands there completely phased yeah and confused with you know what to do Mm -hmm. she has no idea what to do what's happening and like she's like oh my gosh we're losing shinji yeah and then she kicks it in you know kicks back into battle mode and starts giving orders but nothing works yeah and then because she just lost you know one she gets everybody to fall back and everything yeah and stop going after you know one for the moment that was crazy scene i just want to say that more on the art direction of the show. Uh, There's a scene where Ray and Asuka are arguing together. Oh, yeah. After they and have the re- after cheated and the, ugh, all the lighting and shadows on them. So cool. Oh, it's so well done. So this episode starts with, you know, lots of stuff happening on screen. You know, it's pretty great. And then once Unit 1 gets absorbed, it's like in Shinji's mind. Yeah. The angel kind of like going through it and everything. So the design of the angel is like a black ball. Well, the design of the angel's shadow is a black ball with, like, yeah. white stripes and lines going all over the place. So what's happening is, like, on screen, it's a black screen with, like, dialogue going on, Shinji, you yeah. know, doing philosophical thoughts and whatnot, classic Evangelion. And then, like, a white line will, like, go across the screen really quickly. When he's talking. When he's talking. Or, like, it'll be, like, jagged or whatever going across. The jagged one was when Gendo was talking thought that was interesting that was really cool and it was really cool what 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 they said it was there are multiple shinjis you know the shinji that exists in other people's hearts as well as the shinji that exists in shinji's heart mm. and each is a different shinji but they are all the true shinji yeah i'm like this is confusing but also i kind of understand yeah <laughs> or like when he starts to think of his mom and and feels her presence yeah. And then the glowing hands touch his face. And it's more questions about, like, what is this Ava? Yeah. Like, what is an Ava? It doesn't make any sense. Not that it doesn't make any sense, but, like, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And that's been happening throughout. But now we're moving in a more specific direction of what their deal is instead of just a general, oh, something's weird here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the inclusion of his mother being something, having something to do with it. Yeah. When Unit 1 breaks out of the shadow and it is a disgusting... <laughs> There's like blood Very violent everywhere. Parody of birth, like and symbolizing him being reborn. Yeah, which is really cool, and it is awesome. And I have to say that the going berserk in episode two was awesome, but this is the most epic moment of the show. Yeah, at this point, and remains one of the most epic moments. Yeah, what do you have to say about it? I love how there's this one specific song in the soundtrack. That always plays whenever it's, like, mind sequence time. Oh, yeah. You know the song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that song. Always plays. If you hear it, you know it's going to be some philosophical stuff happening yeah. now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also how when Shinji gets out of it, and then there's the same mirrored shot of someone opening up the entry plug, and then uh, like with this one it was Katsuragi opening up the entry plug um, and crying over Shinji like how with Rei and Gendo, and then Rei and Shinji, and then now Katsuragi and Shinji. This is like a reoccurring scene, no? Is it? Yeah, you... The, like... Or is that in the manga? No, this happens in this episode. <laughs> does it? Yes, it does. Okay. See? No, you skipped it. No, this is the... No, you skipped it. No, you skipped it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha 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 ha! I was right. You're wrong. But the next, oh, uh, I'm not thinking of the right episode. I was like, no, because um, actually, um, um, actually, he is absorbed into the Eva. I'm like, no, no, that's episode twenty. <laughs> that's the next one. No, that's episode 20. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a couple away. That's after another crazy thing. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Wait, no, uh, not moving on. What would you give this episode rating up? A wow, five. That was too fast. That was, <laughs> that was way too fast. <laughs> what would you rate this episode? I would give it a five. I would also give it a five. It is fantastic. Parstic. Wow, that's a beautiful picture. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love that shot so much. Yeah, where you it? You know, one standing there, yeah. and like the blood is like spraying on either side of him and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, episode seventeen, the fourth child, or alternate title, fourth child, without the the. Disaster strikes unexpectedly when Nerve Two, Nerve Second Branch, base in Nirvada, Nevada, Nevada, <laughs> Nirvana, <laughs> Nevada. Gosh dang it, Nirvana, <laughs> Nevada. Mysteriously disappears in a flash, resulting in the loss of everything in a radius of. 89 kilometers and thousands of people. The incident coincided with an experiment to install an S2 engine capable of giving Evangelion an unlimited power supply into Evangelion Unit 04. One of the two new Evangelions which have recently finished construction in the United States. Panicking after the accident involving Unit 04, the United States government demands that Evangelion Unit 3, built in Nerve 1, Nerve's first branch basin, Massachusetts, be removed from its soil as quickly as possible. As Unit 3 is about to arrive in Tokyo 3, Toji Suzuhara becomes the new pilot for it. Alright, thoughts on this episode? Well, I think it's interesting that Rei says thank you to Shinji in this episode, because she says that it's something she has never said before to anyone. And I think it's interesting how Shinji's teaching kind of in a way teaching Rei how to like live like a person like how Yui taught Gendo what, the, what were the circumstances of her thanking him um he was cleaning her apartment so this episode yeah right okay. um Toji and um Shinji went over to her place to like drop off some homework that she had missed mm, and then okay. Shinji was like oh, I'll just clean up right yeah this is also the first time we see Kaji's wonderful obsession. The watermelons. 
Is that in this episode that we see him for the first time? Oh, yeah. Oh, Kaji. I think he's just like watering the ranch and he walks by. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this episode? Uh, the editing and hard cuts are perfect in this show. I just want to say that. So I like how we don't really see anything of either branches of nerve, really, yeah. up until this point. And now we see one of them on screen briefly and then immediately blown up. Yeah. And then immediately cut to nerve headquarters in Tokyo 3. And it's also a cool way of showing just how the other parts of nerve are just tools to keep up appearances. Yeah. From Sele and uh, serve something deeper, you know, going on in Tokyo 3. Like something else is going on here. And the other branches don't want Unit 3, so they send it to Tokyo 3, which is a red flag. They're like, yeah. get that out of here. They're not like, get that out of here. They're like, send it there because then it'll attack them because they know what's going on. Yeah. Because we know what's actually going on. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's cool is after Toji's call to the principal's office, we don't see the conversation, but we, we know that he's we been know. chosen at this yeah. point. And he sits in his desk for such a long period of time after class is dismissed yeah. at the end of the day because of uh, what's looming over him. Yeah. All right. Here's something I find great about episode 17 and 18, but specifically 17, is the ending shot of him holding the basketball yeah. like he's about to shoot just for a while and then finally throwing it and getting it in the net. Which might be saying, like, he's scared, but he's like, I got this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, does he got it? Yeah. It what would you rate this episode? I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. Nicely done. All right, episode 18. My Kay. turn to read. Episode 18. Well, it's your turn to read. Thank goodness. The Choice of Life, or the alternate title, Ambivalence. Unit 3, being transported from the United States to Japan via airplane flies through a microscopic angel disguised as an odd cloud, infecting Unit 3. During Toji's first synchronization test, Unit 3 goes berserk and mutates into an angel, Bardio. Possessing both the power of an angel and the form of an Evangelion, Unit 3 destroys the test facility and advances toward Tokyo 3. All three Evangelions are sorted against Bardio, but the angel rapidly defeats both Unit 2 and Unit 0. Although Shinji does not know that Toji is trapped inside Bardiel, he refuses to use Unit 1 to attack it, wanting to try to save the pilot. As Bardiel attacks Unit 1, Gendu orders that Shinji be cut off from control of Unit 1 and that Unit 1's dummy plug autopilot system be activated. Under the control of the dummy plug, Unit 1 savagely attacks Bardiel literally tearing the possessed Evangelion to shreds and crushing its entry plug. After the battle, the already emotionally devastated Shinji is even more horrified as he sees Toji being taken from the wreckage of the entry plug. I think that that description was interesting because at the beginning it says that the Eva was infected by a cloud, and I didn't realize that. Like, it, I don't think it said that in the show. And that the Ava- my face right now is just, oh my gosh. All right, what I have written down is, this is really cool. I didn't even think, okay, whoa, whoa. Okay, so the shots of Unit 3 being transported on the Red Cross with the helicopters is all really ominous and menacing. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
it disappears into the clouds and then like there's like lightning strikes and then it just cuts to Shinji and Misato discussing Unit 4's just you know destruction and Unit 3 being brought over here and everything is that what happened? yeah I guess that's what the description said oh my goodness I thought it was just like ooh lightning ominous which I was like that's cool Wow, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> and I, it makes sense that it was, like, infected because when it touches the other Avas, it, like, corrodes them. Yeah. So, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. So, so wow. This is weird. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. I'm having trouble right now. Um, But anyway, to that Shinji and Misato discussion, you know, Pen Pen is just looking back and forth between them the whole time. And I'm just, it. It's difficult for me because like I need to read the subtitles, yeah. Obviously, but I just want to look at Pen Pen looking back and forth. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Toji's attitude is also drastically changed now. Yeah. Um, and he seems more dreary. You know, with the toll of an, that an Ava pilot has. Mm-hmm. But he's doing it for his sister so that she can be transported to a nervous medical facility. Yeah. Does it say that in the show? Yeah, sorry. I, I just I think <laughs> I said metaphorical. <laughs> now I'm like, do I re-say that? <laughs> Whatever. Re-say. I'm moving on. Um, so in the school, Oscar's in a mood, you know. And Toji's like, he makes a comment like, "What? No lovers quarrel today." Yeah. Of course, to Shinji and Oscar, who are like very angry with each other, seemingly all the time. Yeah. And then Oscar yells at Toji and Kensuke and Shinji and all of them and everything. Uh, and then we hear hear her fumbling about with her chair or leaving the room or something off screen. Yeah. But on screen, while all this sound is happening, we just see Hickory and the other students watching her in silence. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really cool shot and scene. What's cool is when Ray checks up on Toji on the roof, and we find out that really only Shinji doesn't know that Toji's yeah. the pilot of Unit 4. Unit 4? No, Unit 3. Unit 3. Toji tells Ray that it's weird she's worried about others, mm-hmm. and that she's actually worried about Shinji and not about him personally. Yeah. And her response is kind of interesting for a character because she goes like, oh, really? I didn't, I don't really know what I'm feeling about anything. So I'm just asking questions. Yeah. I was like, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Also, the teacher never talks about anything besides the second impact. Yeah. Like every, it's always just people in class doing other things. Yeah. And then the teacher just talking about the second impact in the background. And yeah. nobody's ever paying attention. No. <laughs> Because they've heard it a million times because he talks about that every single day. Yeah. All right. We're going back to the basketball. You ready? So Toji sits outside alone, looking at his hand, you know, upward toward the sky and everything. It's great. And then we get a lonely shot of the basketball sitting silently on the the court. Mm -hmm. Like nothing around. Yeah. Nobody's there. There's no sound. It's just the motionless basketball on an empty court. And the lighting is so beautiful. Also, the amount of times that every character has the opportunity to tell Shinji that Toji's the pilot for Unit 3, mm-hmm. but then they don't have the heart to break that to Shinji in the moment, so they avoid the subject. Yeah. Like, Shinji's... Asuka's watching TV, and Shinji's doing whatever on the table, and he's, he's like, you know, I wonder who will pilot Unit 3. I don't know. And then Asuka kind of is like, no one's told you? And he's like, no, who is it? And she goes, uh, I don't know. And then kind of goes yeah. back to the TV. So Shinji's talking to Kaji... Mm -hmm. at night about his dad and 
we get a great quote from Kaji that I just thought was worth noting. Uh, he goes, complete understanding between two people is impossible, and that's why everybody tries so hard to understand each other. Yeah. But it's one of the things that makes life interesting. So he's mm-hmm. not like, people don't understand each other, so everything should suck. He's like, people don't understand each other, but that's what makes it exciting to live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and then it cuts immediately to Unit 3's test, and we get a really cool moment with Misato, and she's she's like, I'm in control of four Avas. You know, I could destroy the world if I wanted to. But she says yeah. it almost like a joke, but her facial expression is, like, kind of joking, but also kind of, like, a solemn tone surrounding her. Yeah. And it feels like she's worried about how much power and nerve is gaining. Yeah. And it's getting kind of scared about the future. Yeah. We never actually see Toji in the robot. So there's a little bit of us that's hoping it's like a dummy plug or something because we don't actually ever see it, right? Mm-hmm. All we see is Toji being like, well, I guess I got a pilot now. But you he, he never see him in a suit Yeah. or get in the robot. It just cuts to the activation test. So maybe he's not yeah. there, maybe. I mean, we know he's there, but we're like, please. Yeah. This is not going to end well. So the score is amazing in this episode. Yeah. It's so good. And it's just the constant hit of the the high piano note. It's so yeah. creepy while they, the pilots are waiting in their Avas. Mm-hmm. And then it breaks into full-on battle music. Yeah. Also, the Berserk theme is perfect. Not the show Berserk. I don't know what the theme is. But the like, <laughs> Ava Unit 1 going Berserk. Yeah. It's perfect. And going back to the everybody out of the chance to tell them. And then Asuka almost tells Shinji, but she gets cut off by, you know, getting destroyed by... Oh, yeah, yeah. And, man, Shinji's despair and hopelessness just, like, pierces the audience while he's not able to do anything but just watch as Unit 1 rips Unit 3 apart when the dummy system is activated. And then, like, there's the entry plug, and you're like, okay, it's fine. And then the the dummy plug is like, nah, let's crush that thing. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And the thing about that is Unit 1 breaks Unit 3's neck. Yeah. Like, that's the first move Unit 1 does when it awakens or whatever. And Unit 3 doesn't move again. Like, yeah. it goes limp, and it doesn't have any more movements. So it's like... So it was over before yeah. Unit 1 ripped it apart and then crushed the plug. It was... Uh, yeah. The lighting in the show is also perfect. And, like, the colors are also, like, dimmed down or, like, changed a bit because of the sunset. Yeah. There's an amazing sunset in this. Do you agree? Yeah. The shot of Unit 3 walking... Yeah. In front oh, of the sunset? It's beautiful. Hickory's scene immediately after Unit 3's discru- destruction is heartbreaking. Yeah. But Toji does live. I don't know how. Uh, and aside from <laughs> a scene in the hospital, he has a very noticeable absence from the rest of the series. Yeah. Which is it's crazy. Uh, Okay. So the last note I have about this episode. Wow, I've gone about this episode for so long. Um, so the ending, Shinji in Unit 1, Misato's like apologizing to him and everything. Mm-hmm. Before she tells Shinji, he sees Toji. Yeah. Like being recovered from the entry plug and, oh boy. The sound design. I'm, just, I'm telling you. Okay. It's, yeah. it's like pretty much silent except for Shinji like breathing very heavily and his heartbeat. Yeah. Very loudly, and then zooming up on his eye, and then his pupil just shrinks super quickly, 
And we cut to black, and it, his scream, scream just pierces our ears. Shinji's it's scream crazy. is always ear-piercing. It is. It's all right. perfect. That's all i got to say about that episode. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. What would you rate it? I gave it a 5. I also gave it a 5. If I could give it a 10 out of 5, I also would. Yeah. But I, I can't, so. All right. Episode 19, A Man's Battle, Interjection. Shinji, horrified and emotionally devastated by the battle between Unit 1 and Bardiel, and witnessing Toji's near death, as well as Gendo's cold indifference to the situation, quits Nerve for a second time. However, as he's leaving Tokyo 3, the angel Zuriel appears and is and easily defeats the other Evangelions. After speaking with Kaji, Shinji returns to Nerve just before the Angel penetrates Nerve headquarters and engages the Angel in Unit 1. The Angel succeeds in overpowering Unit 1 as its batteries expire and blasts away the Evangelion's chest armor, revealing a core identical to those of the Angels. As the Angel attacks Unit 1's core, Shinji pleads with the Evangelion to start working again. Unit 1 goes berserk, re-engages, and defeats the Angel, then tears it apart and eats the Angel's corpse, absorbing its S2 engine in the process. Well, at the beginning of the episode, when it's uh, Rain Shinji, like in the train, which is like in Shinji's head, hmm. you know, um, she asks him, did you try to understand your father? Because, like, his father literally just, like, killed his friend, basically. Well, he didn't kill him, but like Toji like yeah, <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> this, this point sucks let's just cut that up okay well, uh, no, <laughs> what I was thinking it's interesting that you said that it was in Shinji's head because what I thought was that I thought it was in Toji's head oh. and what I thought was happening oh. is it's Toji's coma and it's him on the train in his mind and he overhears a conversation like an actual conversation between oh. Ray. And Shinji, because Shinji was in the hospital bed beside him. Yeah. So he That's overhears them, point. and in the coma, he like looks over and sees them talking on the train with him. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. That's cool. That's a cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is cool. Um. Well, when the angel comes and Ray like brings the bomb to it, mm. it's like Ray is never afraid of like just giving herself like to death, basically like just like yeah sacrificing herself because she like always knows that there's gonna be a replacement and like that ray could have died there and then the next time we saw ray it was a different one i think she did because i couldn't remember when it was a different ray i'm pretty sure it's a different ray now yeah what's yeah. cool is when she says uh, there will be replacements is at this point we don't know that uh spoiler she's basically a clone yeah um, so what we're like, oh yeah, there'd be more pilots that they get, but no, she yeah. actually like literally, she literally means there means will be a more new race. Ray. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I love how with the action scene, when like Shinji's fighting the angel, how the like music's going, the fight's going, right? Mm -hmm. But then as soon as the Ava's like, the oh, Ava yeah. runs out of power, the music just stops. Yeah. Like mid like melody. And it's just yeah. like. It just cuts so, completely. Yeah. And it, like, adds so much suspense to it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, something I want to say real quick that we find out in this episode is everyone in Shinji's class is there because they're possible Evangelion pilots. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was cool information that they dropped. We should tell Kensuke that. He'd be very happy. He would be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, he's always like, I want to be a pilot. 
and then all the pilots are like, no, you don't. Yeah, no, you <laughs> so, definitely don't. It's like, no, it's cool. Don't. I'm okay. I know. I'm like, I don't think you do, though, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and something cool about this is that amazing scene of Ava Unit 1 just, like, chomping on the angel. Oh, yeah. How the music is still, like, super heroic. No? The music is still, like, heroic, and it doesn't fit at all because it's so eerie. Yeah, like the Berserk theme. Yeah. Well, because it's, like, it's, like, a heroic theme, and it's, like, this disturbing image. But you think that is tonal dissonance. Wait till we get to the rebuilds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah. 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 So, the reason, because Shinji runs away in this episode. Yeah because of the events of the last episode, which uh, justified. But Unit 1 won't work with Rey, yeah. and Asuka is quickly defeated. You know, yeah. limbs and head just gone. So Rey gets in Unit 0 with the N2 bomb, and it fails to destroy the angel, but it definitely destroys Unit 0. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, incapacitates it. So, and the angel's going to break into Nerve HQ and come into contact with Adam, which is actually Lilith, uh, and end the world. So... Yeah. Gendo has no options except Shinji. Yeah. And when Shinji gets back after a scene with Kaji, which I'll talk about in a second, but when he gets back and's like, I'm the pilot of Unit 1, you know what? Yeah. But Gendo's still cold and uh, still cold towards him. And he's like, why, why are you here? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Even though he's like, oh my gosh, this is literally the only thing that we can do to stop this. Yeah. But yeah. But it does make sense when Shinji comes back. I felt like they had a good conversation with... He had a good conversation with Kaji to justify that. Mm. Uh, Kaji's like, you know, all I can do is water my plants, my melons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but this is, you know, something only you can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nobody's forcing you. Like, he, like Shinji, you have to decide for yourself. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Okay, so here's the thing. is when Shinji's screaming for the Ava to reactivate after it, the battery dies. We get the... The, like the blue flame that bursts yeah and then like on the black screen and then you know one awakens and it's awesome it's an awesome moment and then quickly followed by oh gosh like yeah oh yeah <laughs> but quick question is it a blue flame or is it light on the surface of water oh i saw it as water okay i've always seen it as i've always water. seen it as a flame and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, but that doesn't really look like a flame. But it still kind of does to me. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Well, I think it's when water. you were talking about it, I just did, yeah, because I had no clue what you were talking about. Okay. It's so water. I guess it's, it's water. water. It's, you know that for sure? Like, did you talk to it's Hideaki Anno? Okay. It's water. Water, it's water is a too. very important part of Ava, Luke. No, it's not. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, the thing about it is not being armor. It's restraints. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, the full-on eyeballs... Uh, eyeballs that appear yeah. on Unit 1 uh, is so very disturbing. And then, Gendo's like, you know, this is exactly what I planned. We're good. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how is this what you planned? <laughs> how is this what you planned? You, sh- you kicked Shinji out only for Shinji to come back. Are you sure you planned that? Whatever, it's fine. No, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what would you rate this episode? I gave it a 5. I also gave it a 5 because it is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. Just like uh, every character in the show. Or just like Asuka in a couple episodes. Yeah. That's that episode. That's good. That's that episode. Okay. 
Episode 20, Shape of Heart, Shape of Human. Or the alternate title, Weaving a Story 2, Oral Stage. During the climax of the massive fight against the angel Zeriel, Shinji achieved a 400% synchronization rate with Unit 1, a level thought impossible. However, because of this, Shinji has merged with the Evangelion, and his body has reverted to LCL inside the entry plug. Over the course of 30 days, as Ava 1 stands immobile and covered in bandages in its hangar, Ritsuko struggles to come up with a way to restore Shinji. Meanwhile, Shinji's consciousness goes on an introspective odyssey while merged with Unit 1, in which he comes into contact with the soul of his mother, Yui Ikari. After speaking with Yui, Shinji is reborn from Unit 1's exposed core. Later that evening, Misato and Kaji resume their love affair, which disturbs and angers Ritsuko. One thing I thought was interesting was that Shinji's life doesn't actually matter to Nerve, but yeah. they, they want to get him out of Unit 1 so that they don't lose the Ava as a yeah. tool they can use. So they want to save him so that he can pilot the unit. They don't care about him as a human. Yeah. What I thought was really cool is at the beginning of the episode, while they're explaining what's happened to Shinji's body, basically so that the audience knows what the heck is going on, uh, yeah. it's a still image of a silhouette of them standing, talking, mm-hmm. and then behind them is, in color, like the very creepy unit one head yeah, covered so in bandages. Creepy. Just smiling with this terrifying oh, green eyeball visible. Oh my goodness, oh, boy. it's so scary. <laughs> it is. Yeah. There's lots of intelligent editing and cuts and, you know, a barrage of images flashing, flashing, you know, cutting on the screen. Yeah. During Shinji's, you know, mind stuff. Yeah. Uh, here's something interesting is Shinji hears his parents talking and, it, and Gendo's, or I guess Gendo says it, but also Yui says it, it's Shinji if it's a boy and, you know, Rei if it's a girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you raises more questions. You're like, oh, what is Ray? Right? Because I don't know really what's going on with her. Yeah. Uh, did you have two kids? Hmm? Are they siblings? You know what's going on here? Yeah. And when Shinji meets the spirit of his mom, uh, I have this written down. It's the blue flame that turns from red to blue to blue to red. But this scene is really when I started to question, I don't think it's a flame. It's not a flame. It's water. It's water. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, oh, interesting. It's water in the intro. So why would it be a flame now? Well, it's the same thing. I thought it was a flame in the intro. Oh. <laughs> He's so disappointed in me. You know what? Forget it. No, I don't understand how you <laughs> thought it was a flame. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was so confused I went to Reddit. I'm not the only one who was wondering if it was a flame <laughs> or water, okay? You went to Reddit. Well, I went to Google and someone asked on Reddit, so I read oh, okay, the comments. Okay. And people were like, you idiot, it's water. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's interesting about Unit 1 is how um, it goes, like, berserk so easily. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I think, because it's Shinji piloting and it's, like, Ray's... No. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. nope. I guess it technically is Ray's mom in a way. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and, and it's... And, it, uh, and it's Yui yeah. wanting to, like, protect... Shinji. So that's why it, like, yeah. powers up so easily. That's true. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is cool. What would you rate this episode? If you I gave it a about. five. You gave it a five? Yeah. I also gave it a five. It's a great episode. Episode 21, The Birth of Nerve, or alternate title, He Was Aware That He Was Still a Child. Deputy Commander 
Fuyutsuki is kidnapped and interrogated by Sele, who are outraged that in its last battle, Unit 1 absorbed the S2 engine from an angel into its body, so that it no longer requires an external power source and can now function indefinitely. Meanwhile, Kaji goes AWOL to try and find the truth about Nerve. As Fuyutsuki is interrogated by Sele, he recounts in flashbacks how he first met Gendo, Yui, the dark events surrounding Second Impact, and how Nerve and the Evangelion Project were born. Flashbacks also reveal the history of Misato, Ritsuko, and Rei. Okay, the scene with Rei and Ritsuko's mom. Oh boy. <laughs> that's a terrifying scene. It is. Yeah. How Rei is like such an eerie presence there. Yeah, it's like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, it really is. How Ray didn't understand what she was saying was like wrong at all. Yeah. Because that's what like Gendo it was normal to her. So So I said it was really cool having the exposition about the second impact being delivered over different shots of like security footage. Mm-hmm. Like at the site where the second impact happened. And then one of the cameras gets knocked over and and then, you know, through the debris, we see, like, these giant glowing hands move into view. And yeah. then it cuts out. And it's like, ah, that scene is just so intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's pretty scary. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> After the security footage scenes, there's a, a picture on screen. It's like a government-issued thing. And it says, yeah. top secret eyes only. That doesn't make any sense. Top secret. Top secret eyes only. <laughs> And I'm like, not missing anything. It says, top secret, eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's really funny. I'm like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and then a cruel angel sees his place. Not the beginning of the episode, but like yeah. after that prologue, which is pretty cool. In the flashbacks, uh, Futsuki is talking with another professor. And the professor says he's going to send a, a student Futsuki's way. Yeah. And it's it's Ikari, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's Gendo, right? Is that we're going to get to see Gendo. But then as he's talking to the student, we realize it's Yui. And Gendo mm. took Yui's last name. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, his name was Gendo Rokubungi. <laughs> Something Fuyutsuki says is he says, it was back in autumn when this country uh, used to have seasons. I'm like, interesting. Because mm-hmm. now, of course, in our main timeline, it looks like kind of summer all the time. Yeah. And that's what the weather is. Uh, and later in the episode, still in a flashback, but like a flashback later than the previous flashback, Fuyutsuki also says, this summer has lasted almost a year. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, there you go. What I think is cool is when Fuyutsuki threatens Gendo with going public about the info that he discovers about Sele and all the stuff they're doing. Gendo doesn't really seem threatened at all by this. Yeah. And he's like, all right, finally, you know, you're smart, so let's work together. I've been waiting for you to kind of do this. Now let's, let's get this thing done. And yeah. then he shows them all the different things they're working on, and he's like, let's do it. And Fuzuki's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, there's more stuff going on here than I thought. Also, this means nothing, okay? This, but I just thought it was fun. So, Dr. Akagi, Ritsuko's mom, mm-hmm. is writing letter, letters to Ritsuko. Yeah. And her pen is purple with a green stripe on it and then a pointed green end. <laughs> I'm like, epic, you don't one pen, I want it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty epic. Uh, also, I love that they call the thing from Second Impact the Giant of Light. Oh, yeah. Like Ultraman. Ultraman. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. All right, 
to the end of the episode, we also don't know who killed Kaji. Yeah. Could have been Misato, you know? Some people say it is. Because here, here's the theory, is she breaks down when she hears Kaji's last message. Yeah. She's very depressed when she gets home, and then Kaji's message is playing. He's like, you know, we're doing all this stuff, whatever. He's like, you know, can you water my plants? And then she starts crying. Uh, and people are like, all right, it's because she killed her. You know, I mean, she killed him. Could uh, be. Or uh, it why? could be just because that she knew that they were going to kill him. Like when they were doing the investigation on him. You know, because when they're doing the investigation on Kaji because he disappeared. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, you idiot. They're going to kill you. Or it could be that she killed him. I don't know. I feel like they killed him. I think so, too. Yeah. I feel but like I just it's... thought it was an interesting yeah. theory. Interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. What would you rate this episode? I gave it a five. Nice. I gave it a four. Episode 22. Your turn. Episode 22. Um, at least be human. Or the the alternate title, don't be. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It is. Wait. After being defeated yet again by an angel, Asuka's synchronization ratio continues to drop, affecting her ability to pilot Unit 2. Flashbacks reveal Asuka's tragic childhood, which shaped her current abrasive personality. A new angel, Ariel, appears in Earth's orbit, while outside the range of any Earth-based weaponry, including the Evangelions. Asuka is told that she will be raised back up for the confrontation with the angel. Infuriated, she launches herself and confronts Ariel on her own. However, Ariel uses a telepathic attack which forces Asuka to relive traumatic events from her past causing such mental distress that Asuka completely loses synchronization and Unit 2 shuts down. Gendo orders Rei to go to Terminal Dogma, retrieve the Spear of Longinus, and use it against the Angel. The Lance succeeds in penetrating Ariel's AT field and destroys it, but the Lance achieves escape velocity and enters a lunar orbit. Asuka is again angered by her defeat, worsened by her hatred of Rei. Yeah, there we go. Uh, something interesting to note about this episode is it does not have an intro. Mm-hmm. Like, Cruel Angel's thesis is gone. Reduced to atoms. Uh, <laughs> Could that be, like, possibly for time? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely would have been. So I think starting the episode with Asuka's backstory, you know, sets the tone mm-hmm. and mellows us out completely, you know? Because yeah. it is... Tragic. Yeah. Something this episode, and frankly the whole show, but specifically this episode is what I'm thinking of, does really well is it holds like a single frame for a long period of time Mm -hmm. while dialogue is going on like kind of off screen, but it's the frame is just like, it could be like a minute of just this one frame while people are talking and it's not boring or anything. It's actually probably more interesting. Yeah. And it kind of like makes you focus on the dialogue instead of like everything that's happening on the screen. Misato has a really cool line that I like. Uh, and when she's talking about the creation of the Avas during Asuka's sink test, and she says, in order to save ourselves, we will even use the thing that wiped us out. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's a good mm-hmm. line. Good, good writing. Line. Good writing. A good line. Um, something that's cool is when Asuka is, she has a phone call with her adopted German mother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Shinji's like, wow, you're a completely different person on the phone. Like, what's going on? That's yeah. weird. And Asuka, like, starts 
telling Shinji her situation and like she starts really opening up and then she realizes that she is. Yeah. And then cuts herself off completely and stops talking. It's like, whatever. Stupid Shinji, I'm leaving. Yeah. Asuka also has lots of freak out scenes. And she's like how she hates living in the same place as Misato and Shinji and you know, she hates them and she hates everybody. But yeah. she hates herself the most. And like the stresses of the situations that they've all been through and especially all living together yeah. is finally catching up to them. And, like, in later episodes, Misato realizes their time together is at an end. Yeah. Because, like, they can't go on like this. It's finally getting to them, which is pretty cool. Uh, Pretty good. It's, <laughs> it's not cool. It's cool. It's not cool. <laughs> it's just, it's well done. Oh, this is the one with the elevator scene. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have stuff written about the elevator scene? I think it's a perfect scene because it, like... It adds to, like, the awkward tension that, ha- like, is between Asuka and Rey. And how, like, Asuka moves, like, every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, like, Rey is just so still. Yeah, like, they're both so still. And it's for so long. It's just yeah. a shot of them in the elevator. And then Asuka, like, sniffs. Yeah. And then it continues to be silent. Yeah. And it's, it's very uncomfortable. And, like, you notice how uncomfortable this the room is there and then you start feeling uncomfortable yeah. and like you get to the point where you like start looking around at different spaces in the tv because of how yeah. long it's held the one shot and i think it's also interesting how oscar keeps referring to ray as like a doll mm-hmm. with how her mom had the doll and like yeah that's like what oscar doesn't want to be and so when she sees ray like which is why I think Asuka, like, hates Rey so much is when she sees Rey just, like, following orders. She's like, oh, she's just a doll. Yeah. Like, you would you would die if Gendo asked you. And because her mom asked her to die with her. And she's like, yeah, yeah no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But that's why when Rey said, yeah, I would, she, like, goes to slap her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we get to the angel attacking and the piano and like the music and the rain and Asuka waiting to make a shot at the angel Mm -hmm. is so good and then when the angel shoots the light beam at Asuka and it just blasts the hallelujah song not Leonard (laughs) the hallelujah yeah Yeah. it was crazy very dramatic oh so dramatic yeah Uh, there's also flashes of dialogue while Asuka is like resisting Mm-hmm. He's like, no, stop doing this, whatever, to the angel, because the angel's trying to, like, probe her mind. Yeah. And then the dialogue is, like, flashing really quickly on the screen. Yeah. Things like, no, and then one of them even said mother and everything. It was yeah. pretty crazy. And I just want to say, the angel probing Oscar's mind is a filmmaking genius, okay? Mm-hmm. It's perfect, okay? so Because Oscar would not have, like, ever told anybody no. any of this. So that's the only way they could, like, reveal it. It's true. And, like, it's so well done. She's trapped in a loop of moments of her life that keep replaying mm-hmm. like scenes from the show but her voice is different each time they replay it's really cool yeah and then as she's screaming in the Ava we're bombarded with like tons of words at light speed on screen yeah to the point where I can't tell what's happening yeah I can't read anything I just think that the animation and like the cinematography and transitions in the like Oscar mind probing scene mm-hmm. were just like phenomenal. Oh like, yeah, they were so cool. Oh, so well done. So like visually stunning. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. What would you rate this episode? Uh oh, 
something I forgot about. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so Ray pulls out the Lance of Longinus. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy, is that interesting? Because the last time we saw the Lance was she was carrying it somewhere. Yeah. And then we didn't see what happened. And then now we see her go down to it because Gendo's like, the only thing that can stop this angel is if we throw it because their weapons aren't yeah. reaching it because it's in orbit. But now we see her go down to Adam, Lilith, Adam, and <laughs> retrieve it. It's stabbed into it. Yeah. And into the cross behind it. And when she pulls it out, Adam, Lilith, Adam, grows legs, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, like it was somehow restricting it from doing that. So that's interesting. Also very, like, disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. looks really cool, though. Yeah. Uh, you know what else looks really cool? The angel gets impaled by the lance that Ray throws. Yeah. It disappears into, like, a swirl. Yeah. And that's really cool. That looks so cool. Alright, so the end of this episode is interesting. So Asuka freaks out again and she's just done. Like she's yeah. mentally over. She can't go on anymore like before. Yeah. And then Ray saves her from the angel and then like she doesn't save herself. Yeah. Ray saves her. And then that's basically the end of Asuka for the show. Yeah. I mean not she's still in the show, but yeah. like she's just done now. Yeah. She can't do anything anymore. Uh, which is an absolute tonal shift to Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah. Which is probably the most, like, upbeat version of the song that's played yeah. in the show. It's just this hopeless Oscar, and then it's like, Fly Me to the <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, like the drums are all, like, jamming yeah. out and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, what would you rate this episode? I gave it a five. I also I gave it a five. I would give it a five, Billy. To make it. <laughs> I, yeah, this episode is fantastic. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Episode 25. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, phone. <laughs> the wrong episode. Episode 23. Tears, or alternate title, Ray 3. Following the last angel's assault on her mind, Asuka sinks into clinical depression. The next angel, Armisale, attacks and attempts to merge itself with Unit 0, causing it to make contact with Ray's mind, as past angels did with Shinji and Asuka. In order to save Shinji, Ray self-destructs Unit 0 in order to destroy the angel. Ray is revealed to be recovered after a supposed near-death experience. Misato forces Ritsuko to reveal to her, as well as Shinji, the dark secrets of Nerve and the true nature of Ray. All mm. right, what do you got about this episode? Well, when the angel attacks and like tries to merge with, well, it merges with Unit Zero. Mm-hmm. It feels almost like a foreshadowing for End of Eva. Because yeah. of, like, Ray's merging with Adam Lilith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it it feels like that. It's really cool. Another cool thing was, like, the hospital shots of Ray. Oh, yeah. Like, after. Oh, yeah. Are, like, a mirror of, like, with Shinji in mm-hmm. one of the episodes. And that's that's really cool to see. Yeah, from the beginning of the show. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, about the end of Ava thing is... There's also a giant white ray in this. Yeah, and then near the end of the episode, when Ritsuko kills all of the soulless rays, mm-hmm. Misato says something, um, which I think is cool. She says, "The tragedy of the people possessed by the Evas," but that goes for me too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the show that explains the whole show. Yeah, 
in like simple terms as how yeah. messed up everyone gets because of these avas and yeah yeah it's true it's nuts i'm gonna go back to the beginning of the episode for a second so oscar is having a sleepover with hickory mm-hmm. they are not really doing anything she oscar's just playing video games and Hikari's just standing there on the bed, or sitting there on the bed, <laughs> just watching her, and like, I don't know what to do. And then Oscar's like, do you want to go to bed now? And she's like, oh, okay. And then when they're sleeping, well, not when they're sleeping, but when they're trying to go to sleep, Hikari says to Oscar, he's like, you know what, it's okay, because you did your best, right? But mm-hmm. that makes Oscar just break down in tears, because if her best isn't good enough, then yeah. she's useless. And that kind of leads into something she does in the future, which is also the part when Unit 2 is sent out as backup for Ray. Yeah. When the angel attacks. Uh, but it won't move because Oscar isn't sinking with it. Because she's yeah. just, again, mentally done. Yeah. What I loved about this episode is when Unit 1 is sent up to help Ray. It's the same style shot from the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. When the heroic music is playing and everything. Mm-hmm. Making the tone very unsettling. Yeah. And this time... It's very, it's like the emotional Ray theme yeah. that's playing, and it creates a completely different feeling, and it's, yeah, it's amazing. Here's something that Shinji says that I think is really good. After Ray dies, <laughs> um, he he says he's I'm sad, but the tears won't come because yeah. Misato, and he's like I don't know what to do, right? Like yeah. nothing's happening, but I feel sad, and I feel like I should be crying, but I just I can't. And yeah. also, it's kind of interesting because. Ray was never good with emotion either, like yeah. dealing with her emotions. And speaking of never dealing dealing with her emotions, like throughout the course of the show, we've seen like Shinji and Ray spend time together, and Ray start to learn about herself. Yeah, and start to feel things and yeah. recognize that she has feelings, even though she doesn't know what that means. Yeah, and now after she dies, and we see Ray in the hospital again. She's back to her completely emotionless state. Yeah. When a ray dies and then, like, is brought back, it's like a reset. Yeah. It's like, um... It's like they kind of have yeah, some they kind of, of the like memories, remember- but yeah. not all of them. They have, like, the basic memories, but not, like, how they, like, felt or anything. So they just, like, become, like, a drone again. Okay, here's something I think is really cool. So they see the graveyard of Ava's shaped like a cross when yeah. they're when they're going. But it's not like a graveyard, like it's not scrap metal like a junkyard would be, but it's yeah. skeletons and bones and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, what are these Avas? Um, yeah. Something Ritsuko says is kind of cool. She's like, I'm a fool, like mother, like daughter, you know? Yeah. Uh, which she's both mother and daughter, like kind of fell for Gendo under his control. Yeah. They both, they were both played by Gendo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they both got pushed over the edge by Gendo favoring Rey yeah. over them. Yeah. And they also both lashed out at that by using their power against Ray. Like, her mom, of course, killed Ray. Yeah. And then now Risco is destroying all of them. So something's interesting is when she says they have no souls, you know, they're just things. They don't matter. All the Rays are, like, smiling and laughing. But the current Ray that's in the world right now is just doesn't Monotoned. smile at all. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Alright, what would you rate this episode? I gave it a five. I also gave it a five. We're at that point now, we're in the back third where just every episode is yeah. so good. Episode 24, The Final Messenger, or the alternate title, The Beginning and the End, or Knocking on Heaven's Door. 
As Oscar's depression has grown to the point that she is reduced to catatonia, Sailor sends Karu Nagisa to Nerve in order to be the replacement pilot for Unit 2. At first, Shinji and Karu bond and quickly become friends. However, it is soon revealed that Karu is in fact the final angel and has been sent to merge with Adam in Terminal Dogma at the bottom level of Nerve headquarters. Karu commandeers Unit 2 and Shinji engages it with Unit 1 in a fierce fight while in free fall as they descend to Terminal Dogma. Karu reaches the angel in Terminal Dogma as Shinji defeats Unit 2, but realizes that the angel is not Adam, but Lilith. Realizing it is the way things are meant to be, he then implores Shinji to kill him to prevent humanity from being destroyed. Shinji hesitates, but finally kills Karu. Later, traumatized by the day's events, Shinji tries to talk to Misato, but she is too distracted by her own struggles to be of comfort to him. Alright. So, this episode starts with young Asuka, and it keeps cutting back and forth between, you know, childhood running excited about being chosen as an Ava pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't feel like they need a dad anymore, and they'll, they'll be good now. Yeah. Um, she's going to be responsible, and she's excited. And, like, cutting back and forth between that and a door opening. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? And then, like, a very deep boom sound as we see inside the door, and it's a black silhouette. Yeah. In front of a red background with her mother hung herself. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, and Asuka's face is just frozen. But she's still smiling because of it just frozen whatever yeah expression it was before. It is terrifying. Yeah, it's a it's For a difficult Oscar, scene. I think it explains a lot of Oscar of how she wanted her mom's attention so badly, but now it's like impossible for her to get it now. Yeah, and now which is her whole thing is now she doesn't want to need. Or doesn't want to feel like she needs a mother figure anymore. Yeah. And that's why she's always trying to seem more like an uh, adult. adult. Yeah. yeah. And then we get very emphasized slap sound that plays. Uh, and we see Asuka and Shiji, you know, having an argument about Kaji and everything. Yeah. And then she runs away. Her sync rate's zero. And it's crazy because then it's seven days later. It took Nerve seven days to find her and bring her back. Yeah. I thought all, all this stuff with Asuka is intense yeah um and then we get to some good parts there's some yeah. absolutely beautiful scenery here mm-hmm. shinji standing by a lake you know he he says he no longer has any friends and he doesn't have the heart to see ayanami yeah after he just witnessed the whole stuff with ritsuko and everything because mm-hmm. it's not the ayanami he knows yeah he's like i don't know what to do anymore mm-hmm. uh and then enter the fifth children Kauru Nagisa, humming Ode to Joy, which is awesome. He likes classical music. Yeah. It's epic. I think it's really cool of how he's sitting on, like, an angel statue. Yeah, that's, that's Because cool. he's literally, like, the last angel. Yeah. The last messenger title of the episode. Yeah, and I think that's that's quite, quite a cool uh, foreshadowing there. It is. For the end of the episode, literally one episode. Also, it's, be- <laughs> it's beheaded as well. Oh, yeah. The statue doesn't have a head. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's pretty good. It makes me sad. Uh, <laughs> also, it's cool how um, he knows Shinji right away. Yeah. He's like, of course, everybody knows you, Shinji, obviously. And then he, like, immediately expresses his fondness in Shinji, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And I think that's um, cool how he, like, knows Shinji right away and is, like, very, like, blunt and, like, not beating around the bush, kind of. Mm -hmm. Because he's aware of, like, every timeline that there is. And so he's already, like... Yeah. He already knows Shinji. There is a lot of stuff to talk about with that uh, Evangelion multiple timeline theory. And we will definitely spend a good chunk of time on that theory. But we will save that for later. For the end. When we've talked when we've already talked about the manga and the rebuilds. So something to look forward to. Yeah. And even though the like dynamic and relationship between Shinji and Karu is a single episode, it still feels like extremely compelling. Because Karu was the only one that like really understood Shinji. Literally explaining Shinji to Shinji. Like, he explained. Yeah. Okay, so the stuff about that is... So, we watched this show, this time, uh, with the, the Platinum DVDs from the 2000s or whatever. The, well, I don't remember when they came out. Yeah. But, which is a different set of subtitles than the Netflix yeah. version. Um, neither set of subtitles is, like, wrong. I prefer the... DVDs because they subtitle lots of on-screen text that isn't done yeah. on Netflix, which I think is cool. But lots of people complain about the scene where they're at, at like in the the bathhouse. You know what I'm saying? You know the scene? Yeah. yeah you know the scene. Mm -hmm. In the Netflix version, he says, "You're worthy of my grace." You know, it means I like you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in this DVD ones, it says, "You have my regard." It means I love you. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And people are so mad that Netflix took out I love you and to I like you. And they're like, you know what? It's it's not right. Right? It's it's not good. But um they're also just different translations and they convey the same meaning. And they had another like official translator redoing the subtitles with them. And like to be I guess more close to what the original intention was. But in the context of the scene, they both mean the same thing. And actually, I do like You Are Worthy of My Grace more than You Have My Regard. Yeah. I just think it sounds cooler. But so for this scene, I don't have a problem with either subtitle, but I would pick It Means I Love You more because later in the episode, Shinji says no one's ever loved me before. Yeah. Or no one's ever said they've loved me. But... And Netflix says no one's ever said they like me. And it feels like it has more weight when he says no one's ever said they love me than they yeah. like me. Because I'm like, surely Toji and Kensuke, your friends, would have been like, hey, what's up? You know, we like you. We're friends. Yeah. But like to say that they love, I don't think they would have said that. Yeah. But so I think that has more meaning for yeah. that scene. Um, I like, I agree with you mostly. They're just the one part about how you said that um in the scene saying i like you and it means i love you you said it means the same thing in that like context of the scene i think that they mean like different things well it's so, just a I was because i was saying it's just a different translation no, I know, of the same I know, word i know but like like you said i love you has more like um weight meaning and weight yeah. to it i i think so yeah. Yeah. 
definitely. But I do, I do prefer you have you have my grace. That yeah. sounds sounds. It just sounds nice that sounds you have my regard. I mean, they both yeah. work, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we also get, as I mentioned, Misato realizing that their time together was over. Now you know her Shinji Nasuka has yeah. done. They can't go back. Uh, which we also get Pen Pen's goodbye. Aww. <laughs> In this episode, yeah. he's like, you know, someone else is gonna take care of you. You know. Okay, so Shinji has now. It's been like really the first time that he's actually let his guard down completely. Yeah. When he's around Kaoru, uh, because he feels safe around him. And then he's like letting his guard down. And he's he's talking to him when they're at night. Yeah. And then he he stops and he's like. Why am I telling him all this? Like, why am I telling him all these things about myself? But then he's like, no, it's it's okay. Yeah. I feel safe about this. And then he continues. Uh, which makes it all the more tragic for a later scene in this episode. Yeah. So it's brought up that angels have been possibly trying to learn about humanity. And then this last angel takes the appearance of a human. Which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which we will get into in a later uh, episode. Kaoru goes to talk to Sele. Kaoru mm-hmm. goes to talk to Sele uh, and they speak about the Ava's origins. Yeah. And like the black moon and the white moon and Lilith and Adam and there's so much going on that I can't even um, talk about it. It's just you watch the episode. Yeah. And then watch the episode again and maybe a third time and then you'll understand. Yeah. It's a lot. But so the shot where Kaoru goes to merge with Adam finds out his Lilith yeah. And then Shinji and Unit One grabs him. Mm-hmm. That shot, it's he's playing Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Um, not he. The the score is Beethoven right now, yeah. and it's just very fitting for Kaoru. very fitting, and it's it's blasting and it's awesome. But when Shinji's holding Kaoru, what they do is really cool. Is Kaoru is to the left of the screen, yeah, and bottom looking up at Shinji, like whenever it's a shot of him, and yeah. whenever it's a shot of Shinji. Shinji's to the right and up of the screen, looking down. Yeah. Which uh, makes a feeling that they are very far apart. Yeah. And Shinji is in the position of power in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Yeah, the shot holds for a really, really long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's so sad because Shinji, who's been struggling throughout the entire series so far, he finally makes what he believes to be a true connection. Yeah. Uh, and then not long after, is he's confronted with a choice that he really has no choice but to kill this person. Yeah. And after he wishes he died and Kaoru lived and Misato, Misato says only those who have the will and desire to live survive. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, handled in upcoming episodes. Episode 25. Is it me reading? You episode... don't want to rate? <laughs> I forget about this every single episode. What would you rate this episode out of five? Five. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say definitely five and five million, perhaps. Yeah. This episode is fantastic. Oh, it's so good. So good. All right. Episode 25, A World That's Ending. Alternate title, Do You Love Me? The Human Instrumentality Project begins, merging the souls of humankind into a single entity. Shinji, Rei, Misato, and Asuka struggle with their reasons for existence. Shinji discovers that he has created a solitary existence for himself, a world in which he alone can exist. All right, what do you what are your thoughts on this episode? 
I think a really cool thing, and this could just be that they were like reusing shots of Asuka, but when she shows up, her like outfits keep changing. They go from like her first appearance, like down through out like mm-hmm. different outfits that she wore throughout the show. That's pretty cool. And then until it it's the plug suit. Mm-hmm. And it's like the ultimate responsibility is like to be an Ava pilot. Also, I like all the like in the case of interviews. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, in the case yeah. of Shinji Yagari or in the case of Misato Kataragi. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Also, the repetitive questions at the beginning. You know, why did you kill him to Shinji? Yeah. And just keeps repeating itself. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. What's kind of cool is. So Asuka is in Shinji's mind at the beginning, telling him the negative thoughts that he has about himself. Yeah. And the visuals are clips of Asuka from other moments of the series, mm-hmm. but, like, the dialogue is all new. Yeah. So Shinji and Asuka have other people saying their thoughts, like, in their heads. Oh, yeah. And Ray has a conversation with other Rays. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that one is cool. Ray says, we are the thing called Ray Ayanami, yeah. which is, like, taking away even more of her humanity. And, like, does she have humanity? Is yeah. she a human? Or is she technically a human? I don't know. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. It's confusing. Gendo shows up to Rei and tells her to come with him. Like, she was made for this day. Yeah. And you're like, okay, interesting. And then we get on-screen text, cut to black on-screen text, says, the instrumentality project begins. Mm-hmm. And then we get further things. Shinji says he's feels like he's melting away. Like, the lines on his body are disappearing and he's fading. Which is really cool. Yeah. Especially because they're drawn. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense, like, the lines, like, the black lines, they start to fade. And he feels like he's melting away and it feels good. And this is perhaps one of the big reasons why people don't like this finale or why some people don't like this finale, the original finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... They say it's, it's low budget. Yeah, and it's been building up to this instrumentality project the whole show. Only for it to say on screen, it happens off screen, which I get, but I do really like these last two episodes. Yeah. Also, Gendo says that it's not returning to nothingness, instrumentality, but it's returning to our mother who we've been lost from. Yeah. And that's interesting, uh, which is because humanity is combining like all consciousness into one. That's pretty Mm. cool. Oh, we also see shots of Ritsuko and Misato dead, which is, you're like, oh, what the heck is going on? And then we foreshadowing. Get foreshadowing. Foreshadow. <laughs> End of Ava. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I it like supports people's like theories of these episodes happening mm-hmm. like within End of Ava. Yeah. Which I think makes more sense to me. Yeah. Which I will talk about in the next episode. And I think a cool thing is how this line is constantly repeated when a new when it's like a new character perspective like. This is the me that exists in your mind, which means it's also the me that exists in your mind. Like, the, mm-hmm. like the one character says, this is the me that exists in your mind. And then the other character says, this is the me in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's like... Because they're yeah. all one consciousness. Yeah. It's really cool. And for, like, those cases, like the case of Misato, it's a still of child Misato's face Yeah. for this one. And dialogue saying, she, you know, she wants to be a good girl because of her dad and... But she doesn't want to do that, but she feels like she has to, and she kind of does want to, and all this stuff is going on. Yeah. Um, on screen, it cuts to other things, and then cuts back to Misato. But every time it cuts back to Misato, there's like a rip on the screen. 
oh, and like yeah. a piece of tape over it and then it cuts away it cuts back and there's like another rip yeah and it keeps doing this until the entire screen is like ripped and filled with tape oh yeah which is really cool also what happens is some of the dialogue that's happening over still images is the volume is going from like really quiet to like yeah. really loud really loud and then really quiet again and it's like at random yeah. s- spots to emphasize different words and everything What's cool about this is that it's the instrumentality project, right? So, mm-hmm. like, everyone's seeing into each other's thoughts and, like, things that they would never say out loud to each other. They're like, don't leave me, don't abandon me, don't kill me. Like, yeah. they would never say those out loud. But yeah. since they're all, like, consciousness soup, then they get to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soup time. The pr- they return to the primordial soup. Yeah. It's always good near the end of this episode um they're like all together in a room yeah and by a stage and they tell shinji you know this is the instrumentality project that Gendo was working towards is, is happening yeah so what they tell shinji is that it's a world in reality that shinji had actually wished for yeah and he, like he wished for this and this is a reality where his heart decides and shinji refuses and he says you know that's it's not true it's a world where you know everything is set and but then they like you know you're wrong Mm-hmm. And this is the end of the world that you have brought about, is what they say. Which, like, what does that mean? Yeah. And it is interesting to watch these episodes and then watch End of Ava, which you yeah. may find out. And then the episode ends and says the journey towards instrumentality will continue. Yeah. In our finale episode. Which is episode 26. You want to read about that? Sure. Oh, wait, what would you rate episode 25? Um, I was going to make a collective rating. Of episode 25 and 26 together. Let's do that then. Okay. Episode 26. The beast that shouted, I love at the heart of the world. Or the alternate title, Take Care of Yourself. The Human Instrumentality Project continues as humankind attempts to complete its existence. Shinji continues to struggle with the impact of his personal existence and eventually views a world resembling a light-hearted comedic high school setting in which he is not an Evangelion pilot. Shinji, now understanding that his existence is not fixed, destroys the constrictive shell which he had formed around himself. He is met by all of the other characters from the series who applaud and congratulate him in response. He thanks them all. So there's lots of creative images and shots, photographs in this episode, like live-action photographs, like a knocked-over fan on a messy floor and everything, or a bicycle and whatnot. And they feel like they're mixed in very well. Okay, so instrumentality is happening and souls are merging. So Shinji is working through his thoughts, which are affected by others' thoughts of him and what he thinks others' thoughts of him are. And others are working through their thoughts based on their own and Shinji's and their perception of Shinji and perception of what they think Shinji's thoughts are all at the same time. But we mainly focus on Shinji's thoughts. Yeah. That was very confusing. <laughs> that was a very confusing sentence. So if you didn't get it, but it this episode is very confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a still of Shinji with clips and shots yeah. switching super fast mm-hmm. in, in inside his outline with the red background of outside his outline. And then when Asuka starts talking and says he's doing something like she does, the picture of Shinji disappears to have the switching clips fill the entire screen and now the clips just switch to Asuka yeah. from here before they all cut out. I think the music in this episode is really cool. Oh yeah. Because it, it really sets the tone and in some points 
it almost feels like the beat's like building like a like a clock ticking to the final decision that mm. Shinji's gonna make. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's cool. That is cool. It's also some really cool like quotes or things that they're talking about. Like the real you will cease to exist because the you that exists in your own mind will merge with the you that exists in everyone else's mind. And all of that will merge with the same thing that's happening for everybody else's mind. Mm. Which it means all of humanity is joining consciousness. Everyone's perceptions of each other and themselves are merging into one. Yeah. Which means that like for this, they say the real you will cease to exist. Like people don't exist as individuals anymore. Yeah. Which is interesting. Also very confusing. Yeah. I really like Shinji imagining a world where it's just him and his classmates together well, in a slice of life. His mom and dad are alive and everything. I see that part as another timeline. Exactly. Yeah. Which is cool because it's like he's like... Because um, they say that's a possible yeah. outcome. But he's like... He's like um, looking into that timeline and it's like kind of cool because there are other like mangas that exist in the Ava like in yeah, actual timeline yeah, other that life, are like slices, slices of, life. of life and it's kind of cool how that's like oh that's one of them no yeah that is interesting and it's so weird to see Ray acting like a normal girl yeah it's so talking like a normal person yeah that's having weird. like actual emotion yeah Eating a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Something that's really cool in this episode is when Shinji's just a hand drawing, not yeah. colored or anything, he's floating. And then they're like, you know what? This is your world. You're free. You know, you're just floating. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like now we'll add a restriction. So they draw a line and now he's on the ground and he has to walk there. Has to walk. You know, you've got a weight lifted off of you. Try walking. Now you've actually lost a freedom. Yeah. And you're restricted to the ground. It's pretty cool. But then yeah. you feel like security in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I what I like about the slice of life thing is Shinji realized that it's a possible reality, that there's a reality where he's not an Ava pilot. Yeah. And him and his friends aren't brought down and traumatized by all of the things that have happened to them. Yeah. He starts to realize that reality doesn't have to be bad. But he hates himself. You know, people talk to him more and he realizes that he can be happy in a world he wants to live in. Yeah. Right? So he's like, maybe I don't hate myself now. And then the world shatters around him. Literally. Like, the yeah. picture on the screen shatters. Yeah. It's pretty That's cool. That's really cool. It feels like the prison of self-hatred is breaking around yeah. him. It's cool. And then when it, like, opens up and it's the space where everyone is there... Yeah, the, it's the, like really open and like vast. It feels like yeah. freedom. Like the no. blue moon yeah. ball planet. Thingy bob. Rock. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, everyone's saying congratulations. What a good scene. You know, his mom and dad are standing together and they congratulate him. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, he smiles and thanks everybody. Yeah. After Shinji thanks everybody, it's the black screen and text and it says words written by Hideki Anno is to my father thank you to my mother farewell and to all the children congratulations yeah yeah well that's Neon Genesis Evangelion yeah what would you rate Almost. this episode oh I guess yeah okay these so, last two episodes episode 25 and 26 
I'd give five stars. I think they're fantastic. I really like the original ending. Uh, I'm happy that there's another ending, a more concrete ending of what actually is happening. Yeah. But I do like these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you give it? I'd give it a five. But to be honest, when I first watched it, having not watched End of Ava, I didn't really know how I felt about these episodes because I was just like so confused yeah. about what was happening. But after watching End of Ava, yeah. Yeah. I, they make a lot more sense and they're like actually really cool to see. I think the best way to watch these episodes is to watch them like. Yeah. After End of Ava. Yeah, like I appreciated them way more yeah. after watching End of Ava, but it's not a watch End of Ava first and then these two episodes. You should watch these two first. I I didn't like him as much first, but I think it makes more sense to the story to watch him first. I think maybe like watching them in the middle of End of Ava. Not for your first time watching. Yeah. You don't want to split up End of Ava. It's a great movie. We'll talk about that in a bit. All right. So. <laughs> That's been Neon Genesis Evangelion, a great show. Actually, to look at our average rating of the show, what's what's yours? Um, it's a four point five out of five. Oh, four point five out of five. Nice, nice. What's yours? Four point four out of five. Seems I liked it more than you did. <laughs> Seems so. By a single decimal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's a yeah. great show. Highly recommend it. Come back for our next episode, which will be about the end of Evangelion. Yeah? Yeah. Don't forget, we'll give you fan service next time.